Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 27th day of February, 2024. By the beginning of the 4th century, we were three to four generations removed from the apostles. And the body of believers was much more of pagan descent than the earliest church at Jerusalem. Alexandria, Egypt was a major center of learning and of church discussion, as was Rome. Even in the first century Jewish church, folks had trouble grasping how God, as an eternal spirit, could be compressed into human form. There were varying thought processes and concepts. Some were influenced by the polytheistic background of Alexandria and Rome. The emperor Constantine, having converted to Christianity, wanted a single understanding across the empire and called a council in 325 to hammer out a statement on the subject. The resulting Nicene Creed remains widely accepted. It gets an update in 381, and here we start to see early cornerstones of the Catholic Church. Catholic, with a small c, means a single and universal church. No group argues that the gospel in the first century was to be a single and universal church. On this day in 380, Emperor Theodius, along with his co-emperors, declare their wish that all Roman citizens convert to Nicene Christianity. This might be one of the worst days in Christian history. It merged the Roman government with the church, or maybe more correctly, made the church a ward of the empire. Any dissent from the official dogma was now in fact treason against the government. We will see this concept hold until well after the Protestant Reformation, and in some regions it still remains. The Church of England is ruled, at least on paper, by the king. Defining the eternal spirit and Christ, or the incarnation of that eternal spirit, remains the great debate in the Western world. In 381, we do not yet see the concept of the Trinity put on paper, but the early suggestions are there. If you were to ask folks on the pew today to define what that term means, there is a very wide response. But the Catholic, small c dogma, is to express a belief in the Trinity. But at its purest form, it insists in three co-equal and co-eternal spirits. It does not in any way explain how an all-powerful, all-present, and all-knowing spirit can be compressed into human form. In essence, it implies there were three spirits and one became human, while the other two did not. The Catholic dogma therefore calls me a heretic because I believe there is a single eternal spirit and wish to leave the details of the incarnation to the realm of things about God we cannot understand. In 1782, the British House of Commons votes to end war in America. 1801, Congress places the Federal District of Columbia under their control. The original idea was a district neutral of any state. It was surveyed as a square 10 miles on each side, straddling the Potomac River. The Virginia side has two cities, and that area was returned to Virginia in the 1840s. The Dominican Republic gains independence from Haiti in 1844. The two countries each control roughly half of the island of Hispaniola. While the Dominican Republic is far from a Caribbean paradise, 
it is quantum leaps ahead of Haiti. What makes Haiti one of the poorest countries in the world could be the subject of a very lengthy study. I do not discount the voodoo element. Abraham Lincoln goes from country lawyer to serious presidential candidate on this day in 1860 when he delivers the Cooper Union speech in New York City. Lincoln's appearance in a new suit that, despite the effort, still fit poorly, and his shrill voice was at first a distraction to the audience. But the well-written speech soon won them over. The speech had three major points. The Constitution allowed the federal government to decide slavery in the territories, but not the states. That Southern Democrats were essentially no different from armed robbers in their threats to secede if a Republican became president. And lastly, a call to Republicans for a cool and level head in dealing with the matter. It might help to understand that Germany was in turmoil in the 1930s. In 1933, the Parliament building in Berlin is set on fire by a Dutch communist. Ralph Nader is 90 years old today. In the 1960s, he was an outspoken advocate for auto safety. The 22nd Amendment is ratified in 1951. This limits a president to serving a total of 10 years. That breaks down to two elections, plus if he was a vice president, can also serve two years completing another's term. When we mention the band Journey, Steve Perry, one-time lead singer, usually comes to mind. But a band, by definition, is not a single person. Founding member, lead guitarist, and only member to remain in the band, Neil Schron is 70 today. The Dominican Republic is back in the news in 1963. They actually elect a president. For most of the first half of the 20th century, they have been led by a military strongman, even when he was not president. Johnny Van Zant of Leonard Skinner is 64. 60 years ago, the government of Italy asked for international help in stabilizing the Leaning Tower of Pisa. You may recall that the bell tower had been increasingly leaning due to a poor foundation since it was completed almost 600 years earlier. Engineering studies will commence in 1970 and restoration in 1990. Over the next 11 years, the tower was righted to about 4 degrees of lean, and the foundation strengthened. For the first time in its history, it's not moving. Native Americans protest treatment by the federal government in 1973 when a group occupies the Wounded Knee site in southwest South Dakota. The standoff will last for 71 days. The point that should be kept in mind, the federal government is not good at being a nanny state. For that matter, no government is. That's history and comment for the 27th day of February. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.